Welcome to the bonus episode. I'm here with Kelsey and Kelsey is a fellow five one. She's a manifesting generator and an emotional authority, which is why her main episode that you're going to want to hear is how does an emotional authority heal depression? And there is a reason she gets the word authority after the word emotional. And she's here to be an authority and emotions, um, but not quite. And so am I, but in a very different way, I'm a wide open solar plexus, Kelsey. So when I walk okay. in the room, yeah, not only do I immediately step into your emotional wave, I also feel that throat as well. Mm. Uh, so I'm getting to ride wherever you are right now. I'm always riding girl. So hop on the roller coaster. <laughs> Yes. And uh, tell us about surfing. Like right now, if you were to look, think about your surf, where are you in your wave today? Mm, today, I'm surfing more of like a low tide, just like a more chill vibe after like this afternoon before I was recording another show. And I think I was just like really like into the work vibes, super excited. And now I'm just like, I just spent like half an hour outside of my dog sitting on the ground. I'm just a little more grounded, a little more chill, still excited, but like in a more grounded vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's where I'm at right now. And one of my favorite things I just got to peek at your chart is we have the same defined head Anja channel. So we both think the same way, which is going to be a super fun five one. Big thinkers, <laughs> lots of ideas. Yes. Um, the shadow is psychosis hence the depression we've both experienced in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. The gift is inspiration. Yeah, that I would resonate with both of those sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I've experienced it all. Same. And um, there's nothing more inspiring than healing yourself, which is something that uh, you and I have in common. We just do it differently as a wide open solar plexus. I just needed to know that the only time I'm ever getting lit up in my solar plexus is if the 55 gate walks in the room. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I am just swimming and whatever is here and I don't need to do anything with it. it is good information. And sometimes I need to remove myself from the room because it's too intense. Although I find that happening less and less, which I'm able to really expand my capacity to step out of it because it is very intense. Yeah. And have those inner boundaries of like, it's not mine. It's intense. I can feel it, but it's not mine. I don't need to do anything with it. Like you said, I don't need to dive into it. I don't need to fix it. I don't need to change it. I'm just here witnessing. So then looking at your chart, I imagine that having trying to have to prove yourself was what was causing your depression. Well, that has caused me a lot of struggle (laughs) in my life. I think it does tie into the depression in a way because I was training my whole life to be a professional ballerina and then I got injured right at like the pivotal moment where you have to like really commit like in your later teens. And so that was part of the catalyst but there there were other things involved too but yeah that's definitely been a struggle for me my whole life and even till recently just becoming more aware of like I don't have to prove anything to myself or anyone else and just owning my worth as is without doing achieving um you know producing creating like just my existence is good Mm. so this your wide open ego center that takes in all of this i must prove i must be the best is my experience with my emotion wide open solar plexus so i imagine that that is where your shadows show up for at least for me and it's also where i've drawn the most inspiration 
Yeah, it can lead to a lot of motivation when it's used in a positive context, right? And lift you up and give you energy. And at the same time, on the flip side of the coin, it can make you very psychotic, really intense about every single thing that you're doing when it like really does not need to be that intense. (laughs) And it can make you put too much pressure on yourself. It's so true. Sometimes I have to remind myself, like, you're not leading the Fortune One company here, Katie. It's going to be all right. And even if yeah, there, exactly. you know, there's golden pair, maybe because there isn't the golden parachute like that company, I, I feel more stressed, right? Put me in charge of a major company where the worst thing that can happen is I get fired with lots of money and compensation. <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be so terrible. But yeah, yeah it's funny. I have a, like a story that relates to this. So I recently started an Etsy shop because I like cannot find enough ways to like be creative and create and express myself. I was like, this will be a fun project. So I started the Etsy shop. And at first, my intention was like, oh, if I just make like a little bit of extra money, like I would consider that successful. Like that would be cool. But then, of course, like three days in, like one weekend, I'm like, I got to be top 1% Etsy seller. There is no way this is only going to be a side hustle. I'm going all in. Like I've got to be the best at this or it doesn't even count. And I was like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> I was like, it's not that serious, Kelsey, like, relax. I have one hanging gate in that area, which means I will default there to showing how I can be great with resources. Give me a shoestring. Let me show you how I can make you a shoe. In fact, let me get you two shoes on that of that shoestring and I'll break myself (laughs) in the process. And I am actually very good at that, but I don't have to prove it. And if I'm excited to share it, then it's great. But learning that is so freeing and looking at your chart, you know, we talk about these defined spaces as being someone that's earned a PhD in a previous life. And we talk about a wide open space as someone who's transcended, which is the emptying of wisdom. And you have every space to find except for this will center. So we're an eight and one relationship. So that's why I know we're really going to have fun. And we're two, five, one. And this is the same center that my mom and I were in eight and one relationship with as well. But growing up as a kid with my mom being an emotional and she was the 55, so she hit my 39, I just rode her waves. And then she would tell me that I was emotional. Mm, bet you love that. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad as well. And so learning that, well, that was just a freeing of like, ah, that's what was happening. And also now I know how to enter a room and I know immediately when a 55 is in the room, if I'm coaching them, because by session one, two, or three, I'll hear the word phrase, I feel liberated Mm. without fail. I will hear the word liberated and the 39 purpose, which is my purpose in relationships is liberation. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes you great at your job. It does. And the greatest liberation I can offer to a 55 is to get them out of the shadow of victimization, which is what the 55 is. (laughs) Which you don't have. So you ride these other ways. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily. (laughs) Dodge that one. (laughs) Dodge that one. Mm. So living, since you've learned that you're a five one, how has that changed your life at all? And and Mm. how has it? It's really validated how fast I can learn and how much I'm into learning and learning new information and skills and how well I can just integrate that and spit it back out. Like I can go from student to teacher very quickly and pretty much anything I'm excited to learn about, which is cool. And being like the challenge solver, as they call it, just makes a lot of sense in why I'm really into helping people make their lives easier, right? Like, are you having this emotional challenge? I can help you. Are you having this manifestation challenge? I can help you. Are you having these self-love blocks? I can help you um, through 
you know, a lot of experience, but also just a lot of learning and absorbing of wisdom and knowledge. Mm. And so the, you know, you call yourself a challenge solver. And I think that's the reason I have a degree in history. And so I'm a bit of a purist. I like to look at all the resources, but I also want to know the very first source. And so what they call us in the very first source is a heretic investigator. Yeah, yeah which sounds right. a little crazy, but kind of also resonates because I'm a little crazy. So so what was, you know, for me, I'm starting, I am at my, they call it your, your deconditioning. You have seven years to decondition once you've met this. And I am found it in February of 2021. And I think 2024, well, this year, my word was uncaged, but I really wasn't an uncaged heretic investigator. I was uncaged with my investigation, but I don't know that I was really, you know, I'm still people pleasing. <laughs> and people pleasing isn't there. Uh, I create transformation through silence. So sometimes that looks like avoidance, which looks like I'm just going to let you figure this one out versus being yeah. a heretic that we really are. And uh, so heretic is something I'm trying to learn to embrace because whatever we're resisting is persisting. So I'm hereticking anyway. <laughs> yeah. So how are you embracing that? Tell me more. Mm, so uh, I have little wins, for example. Um, if I met a five one manifester, gave him his birth time. It was our very first session. He messaged me the corrected birth time, which was like 20 minutes off. And then he unmatched me and decided to go work with a different coach. And I was like, ah, well, that's, I'm working. I'm hereticking. I don't, and he ended up matching with lots of people. He's there. He's doing what manifestors do. Like they're just, you know, sampling the generators and what the generators have to say. Um, but part of that is like, so when I have client, like I let people go before they're ready to let me go. Sometimes I let them know <laughs> I allow myself to be the heretic. Um, and I'm okay with it. I think that's probably the biggest difference. Yeah, I feel that makes sense. Yeah, like walking in a room means that in some ways there will be people here who are going to never walk into this room again because I'm around. And it's probably doing people favors just because it's me. So I'm going to say, yeah, nothing wrong with being <laughs> a little polarizing. Um, Simply by being, right? Simply by being. Yeah, it's true. I do feel like it's not always safe to be my full self in certain yes. environments and contexts. Yeah. So sometimes I guard my authenticity you've got just for sake <laughs> of just for sake of avoiding unnecessary conflict or conflict I don't <laughs> want to deal with. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have, you know, we don't have to be a heretic. Uh, we don't have to be a victim of or decide to follow the storyline that we have. You know, the challenge solver for me, I just because I can solve it because it is a challenge. Sometimes the heretic thing to do is say that's not mine to solve. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, sure. it's a quiet heretic. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, and also, if I do say something that I'm like, "Ooh, I probably shouldn't have landed it that way," I also recognize that actually that was probably the best because I gave them the most authentic self. I my life's work is to be all knowing, and so I like to also remind myself of that. <laughs> yes, I mean it's fun. The more perspectives you can take on. The more your consciousness grows, you never, I mean, I feel like I never want to stop. I'm sure you never want to stop. That's why we just keep coming back, keep coming back, coming back, coming back. We're designed for strangers and to be strangers of consequence has really allowed me to embrace that I will be more powerful and seen by a stranger than I will a best friend. 
Oh, that is so true. If I try to give my husband advice that will yeah. really land on one of my clients, no way. No way. <laughs> He's like, shut up and get out. I'm like, okay, sorry. But yeah. I'm telling you, that would really work. <laughs> so when, when my husband would say like, um, it's not, it's the delivery for me is what Dan always says. It's the delivery for me. And I laugh because I'm like, well, it's the receiving for me on your end, but I also have a coach. <laughs> so I just keep my mouth shut and I take a no. And I'm like, I need to remember he's a three, five and he needs praise and praise and praise and praise. And then I could say, you know, um, how, where a client and I would just laugh about what I would say. Uh, I get to be the, so the heretic, right. I'm here to, just to point out what people don't want to see. And when we're invited to do that, it's a very beautiful thing. Yeah. When we're invited, it's definitely works out better. <laughs> And that's the hard part because we're here to respond, but we're also, well, and you have the emotional wave. I'm a sacral. My truth is in the now and I'd like to share it with you, but I don't have that gate 20 that you have. So being around you, I'm just going to tell the truth more. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about this gate 20 because I, I don't, I don't really know about it. Well, that's what connects to your throat and makes you the manifesting generator. It says, I know, mm -hmm. or I don't know. It speaks in the now. So you've got this beautiful 57 energy that I have. It's a 5734 energy that make, this is what people want to tap into us when they're around us is this energy. The 57, if there is a tornado, everyone wants to stand next to you because it will hit everywhere but you. Mm, fascinating. And I like that. <laughs> it speaks in the now. It just has a fear of the future. And so sometimes oh, yeah, yeah, that's the psychosis. <laughs> that's that anxiety, baby. I have that same line <laughs> and the same thing. And that's why we have to let it inspire us and allowing ourselves to stay in the present is where most of the presents are for us. But yes, it's funny allows me to like speak into my voice, the truth. Uh, but it also is not my energy. And so I can be, you know, it's a really great, you have the ability to sell people. <laughs> I don't know. I got to plug my computer in. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so anything else that you've learned about being a 5-1 that's like been interesting for you or life-changing? Mm, I think it just makes sense when I look back at myself where I was always taking information and then simplifying it and helping others with it. So even on the playground, for example, when we're learning multiplication, I don't know what grade that is, like second or third grade. And I had this friend, Sammy Kim, shout out Sammy. And she was like, I don't get it. Like all day, the teacher was like explaining, like, this is what multiplication is. She's like, I just don't get it. Like, it's so confusing to me. And she was so frustrated. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. She's so frustrated. And I was like, hey, look at it like this multiplication is just when you add that number to itself, however many times you're multiplying it by. And I literally gave her just like a one liner and I could see it click in her head. And she was like, Oh, why didn't the teacher just say that? You know, like teachers teach you on it for six hours. And then I give it to her in one minute and she understands. And I think from that moment, I knew like, Hmm, there's something here. The way that I can see and explain things is helping other people. And I love that because I take everyone in as a part of myself and I want them to feel better and do better, which is why I do the work that I do. Mm, yeah. And, you know, when you talk about that, it's that's the gift that gate 20 and that head together that you have. Of, of not only do you understand it and we're only 30% of the population. We think differently than 70% of people. So you're thinking very differently than that teacher. 
And then you have the ability in that moment, as soon as someone asks for it, you're like, oh, here's what it is. That's that 5720 channel that you have. And for me, it lands like with the right people. Yeah, for sure. Not with everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so that energy that you also have is very intense. And so people, even when you don't speak or when you do, it's the vibration, it's the way it lands. That is a them problem, but it feels like an us problem because that's why you stay in the room and you're like, I can't be fully authentic because you can feel that this energy is going to be too much for people. Yeah. And I used to date the wrong people and I would experience that a lot with my partners. And I was always too much for the wrong person. I was like, ugh, why am I so much? It's me. I'm the problem. No, I was never the problem. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Taylor Swift is a five one. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. You know, that song (laughs) anti-hero. So it is, it isn't like part of the fifth line is like familiarity breeds contempt. You know, we're here for strangers of consequences. The more aligned we are with understanding that this, that we have to be, we have so much invitation energy about us even though we also like, we have this drive to solve. (laughs) It's true. And I feel like, I don't know if you feel like this too. Maybe this is a five, one thing, but I feel like all my life I've had this like invisible neon sign tattooed to my forehead. That's like, ask me anything. Tell me all your problems. I can help. And like literally strangers at bars, like random people in the airport, like people that I've just met five minutes ago are like, so what do you think I should do? Should I divorce my husband? I'm like, what? Like, I'm going to need a little more context. And I don't know why you're asking me this. I'm not in a relationship, right? But it's like that, I don't know, that therapist energy, that coaching energy. And I'm also a hairstylist by trade. So I went to cosmetology school, which I always call therapy because of course I'm always holding space for people you know solving their life problems while doing their hair and it's just always been a thing (laughs) therapy I love it therapy yes so I often hear in coaching um because it's executive coaching like I'm sorry this might this just feels like therapy am I is this am I doing this wrong and like it's therapeutic to be heard yeah, you're it not is. doing therapy because we're not doing anything in the DSM right now. It's just <laughs> very therapeutic. And we have this ability to not only hold that space, but we have the solutions. The fifth line is here to solve the world's problems. The yeah, I like helping my clients with that. It's fun. Yeah. Like when they come to me and then I get to be a professional space holder, that feels so great for me and for them. And then it's like, okay, now that we've processed some of that, we're feeling a little more regulated, we're feeling better. Let's think about some solutions, you know, let's think of a new perspective that could work better in this situation or in your life in general. This was a five, one journey and naturally us five ones found each other. There's a lot of episodes on my podcast this season. I kicked it off with a five one. I continue to find accidentally five one. So uh, Kelsey, thank you for this great bonus episode on a couple of five ones, just having a casual conversation Uh, Make sure you head over to hear our main episode where you can hear about Kelsey's story of how she can take this very complex thing of healing emotions, explain it to you in a very simplistic way. One of my favorite tips she had in a blog I read was talking about saying, I love you out loud to yourself. And what's hilarious is I do this all the time. And usually Dan's in the room and he'll, I don't even, I have ADHD. So sometimes I'm not even aware. And sometimes I just say, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Uh, <laughs> but if I love you too. He like, wasn't talking like, to you, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's something that's randomly just sort of poured out of me in the last, like since living alone and then moving in with Dan, I think after a divorce, perhaps that was one of the ways that I was loving myself 
uh, like just naturally. And I find that it's yeah. fascinating that you have on your blogs. I think these defined heads that we have, like we do have some similar ways that we think, and it's really fun to just be around someone else that thinks the same way that you do. I rarely get that. So likewise, I rarely get that either. So thank you for seeing me, feeling me, hearing me, <laughs> being in common with me. It's so fun. Super fun. Head over and check out our main episode.